No, he didn't slam you. He didn't bump you. He didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And rubbing son is racing. And welcome everybody to Locked On Eye Racing, the 2024 edition, episode one. Uh, I'm Peter Wilco Wilkinson, and I'm joined today by Braden, the what is it, seven times champion coach, cricket coach for South Australia District for the women's. Uh, Braden Martin, how are you going? Good, thanks, mate. Enjoying a bit of a break, which is nice, and nice to catch up with you. Yeah, no, it's been a while. It's been too long. But uh, even we, um, you know, we're in the same team. We I race together, but I don't think we've really been in chat much more than, what, seven or eight times this year just because of the way things have worked. Yeah, something like that. I mean, it probably feels like longer for everyone listening because we did actually record something at one point in time, but it just never got released. So we did catch up for a little bit midway or sort of three quarters of the way through last year. But um, yeah, here we are. Yeah, about September we had a bit of a chat and my poor microphone etiquette uh, meant that it couldn't get released. So yes, I did talk about that on Ramblings. By the way, if you want to keep continued listening to... Wow, that was bad. Continue listening to episodes of Nothing But Ramblings. It's on its own uh, RTRSS feed. I haven't done this for a long time, forgetting words and letters. But uh, go check that out. There is a link on our Facebook page, Locked On Lads. Go check it out. Subscribe and you'll get episodes over there. But this is the Locked On iRacing feed. We talked about the Box Rally series with Vic uh, a couple months ago. But before that, it was actually our Merry Christmas episode for 2022 which is a little while away, almost uh, over a year ago now. So thank you for everyone for putting up with us, for not putting out any content for a while. But uh, we're here again, no huge promises, except for we will be coming back regularly. I guess that's what we're here to talk about now and a bit what we've been up to and what we've got in store and what you guys, how you guys can help it and what the, the new shape of the podcast Podcast. Jesus, I am terrible today, Braden. You want to start talking for me, please? <laughs> Words and letters have never been a strong part on this podcast, so don't let that deter you. <laughs> wow, this is a terror. It's been a, look. It's been a time. If you if you listen to my episode, then you'll understand some of the things that have been going on. Uh, but the fact that we are recording is uh, extra special that we actually could actually do it. And I'm on my right microphone today, so it sounds a little bit better. We've got. Braden here on his. It took us a while to get sorted, but we are up and running. Now, Braden, you've you've done some racing in the past, but what what was your big highlight of last year of twenty twenty three? Did you go through your iRacing stats for twenty twenty three or your garage sixty one stats and anything jump out at you? Um, not really. I probably oh, I should oh, while I'm talking, I'll try and get up my um iRacing app. But I I feel like it was probably one of the years where I might have raced the least, but that also could be a complete lie. So I'll get the stats to back me up. But um, <laughs> highlights, uh, probably probably the FRG um, Formula Ford Australia E-Series was probably the highlight for me uh, overall. A very long uh, championship over the course of the whole year, which was um, good. Um, some back-to-back rounds here and there, but as a as a team with Vernie and Tim Harris, um, we managed to win the teams championship uh, basically by being consistent and showing up enough. Whereas other teams that were much quicker uh, had some people sort of dropping in and out of the series, but we won't uh, let that deter us. So I was still pretty pretty happy with that, with some insanely fast drivers, and to get a podium in one of the races. Um, and yeah, get a chance to jump in the interview booth um, over for that series was probably the highlight just because, yeah, it was a very, very highly competitive series and um, to sort of be doing pretty well in qualifying, but really, I wouldn't say struggling in the races, but feeling like I was a bit outgunned in a lot of the races. It was um, pretty cool to get up there and manage to get a podium uh, at the end of the day. Well, it was some of the best drivers in the country, I guess. It was an official E-Series from um, the Formula Ford Australia Series, the FFA. Um, so it did attract some of the best names in the country. So it was very good that you were even 
you know, we had three drivers easily in the gold split. So definitely at the start, there was people who weren't even qualifying for silver split. So what they yeah. have, 40, 40, so 80, they were they were rejecting over 80 uh, if you didn't get in the top 80 for time slots. So yeah. um, for having and- three of us in the top 40 most weeks and then when it dropped off, obviously they were solidly in the top 40. It was, it was a great effort from the whole team. Yeah, and I had an awful last round, which I almost managed to get fourth overall in the series in the end, which was pretty cool. I managed to come fifth, but Ewan Baker pipped me in the last round. I just got taken out like yep. both races and ended up 25th overall for the round, and Ewan ended up third overall for the round, and he got me by 14 points. So, But still to come top, uh, top five out of, let's have a look, see how many drivers ended up entering over the course of the season, 145 drivers um, over the course of the season. I was pretty pretty happy with that, um, to be honest. Yeah, that was a huge effort and well done. I didn't thank you guys enough for that, especially you and Tim Harris. Um, Vernie being the third wheel all the time. Um, he seems to be left out. He's loving locked on still, but he uh, he's one of... He, he keeps on going in races that we're not in. What's going on with Vernie? Now, he's uh, <laughs> F3. He, he solidly went the F3 series all year to very good uh, results. He did the roulette series, I believe, as well over at SRW. And um, he's one of the very few Aussie car drivers left that starts tonight, is it? Is that tonight? Yeah, we... I think it starts tonight, yep. He's uh, not actually racing tonight, but he will be joining the series and continuing on with that. So, Vernie, we miss you, buddy. And when we get you back in, it, when we get everyone together, it's really good fun. It's just this 2023 for everyone has been a nightmare. So Yeah, well, he's um, recovering from back surgery again yes. at the moment. So, shout out yeah. to him. Um, yeah, look after yourself, mate. Yeah. But look, I that was a very good series. You joined us at the end of the SRW series. Uh, did you do any other series last year or just did officials getting that 4K ranking or maintaining that 4K ranking? Um, I don't think I did anything else. I did do um, a couple oh, of rounds of the Gents Enduro, Enduro series, yes. but then just, um, yeah, clashes with... Real life stuff for teammates, and um, yeah, a little bit of clash of being not being out of practice. Man, I only did two rounds of that. We did Monza, me and um, uh, John Merritt. We managed to come second yep. in the GTP field for that, and then Chasty and I did uh, Road America. But there is only five GTPs that turned up for that round, so we came I think third. Uh, probably should have been second, but I. Got us a drive-through penalty. Um, so, yeah, I think they're the only two rounds we, we sort of done. I would have liked to do more, but it was just, yeah, clashes with real-life stuff for people, unfortunately, made it a little bit tricky. And then the dwindling numbers after the first round is a bit, yes, yeah, what the, I guess the allure of multi-class racing and endurance racing is the big, you know, 30, 40-plus fields of cars, Um and when you don't have that and it's you're racing against three or four other people, it kind of takes a little bit of the shine off of it for me. So it's just, uh, yeah, one of those things. Yeah, no, definitely. It's uh, when the the fields are large, it's a lot better and um, a lot more enjoyable to race in. And that's what we found. That's uh, my season last year. I was just looking at it then. I only did, uh, let's have a look at it officially, uh, eight race starts uh, <laughs> officials. Uh, yeah. Last year, with an yeah. average start of thirteenth and an average finish of tenth, so I actually did eighty two. It's a lot more than I thought I did. Well, eighty two road races, um, whereas in twenty twenty two I only did fifty four. But I feel like I was doing a lot more. Um, I feel like I was doing a lot more um, like leagues in twenty twenty two. So that's probably why I did less officials. Where last year I did less leagues and still only did eighty odd races in officials. So yeah. Look, it's, it was a year and uh, we're past it now and we're hopefully getting on. I'm hoping to get on this afternoon, but I, I've i got no kids at home at the moment. I dropped them off home with my with my mum at the moment. So after I do this, I can actually sit back and do whatever I want, which is really good. But probably editing this podcast will be the next thing because we're using a new program to record and I've never seen this before. So we don't know how it's going to work, but hopefully you get this out. Um, but look, I did SRW. I think that was my major one. I think I did a we did Aussie car for Formula Ford last year, didn't we? I don't think I did. You I might not have. I haven't done Aussie car in a while, I don't think. I can't remember sure when my last one was. 
SRW was my big uh, jump in. I tried to do their V8s, but I couldn't get the timing schedules to work yet again. Um, but I committed to, and it was good to see, we had uh, between 4 to 12, 4 to 8, 4 to 6 drivers from Locked On in the SRW 86 series. And the 86 is I'm enjoying because I feel like I'm a little bit more competent in these cars and it's a little bit... I guess the the distance between first and sort of twentieth in in a race is a little bit closer because of the eighty sixes. The skill gap is what I'm trying to get to isn't as crazy in them. So I feel like I can hold my own a little bit and sort of bang doors with um, some faster people in the eighty sixes. Uh, the rig behind me, obviously, last time we talked, I had it. Uh, I've had it now for going over 18 months but i've probably only used it a handful of times since we talked and i haven't used it consistently enough until this srw series where i I got in and actually did a fair bit of practice for well for most races and um i feel like i'm quicker than i was before I, i had this rig and i feel like i'm more consistent which is what we used to always talk about with the the direct drives um I'm not spinning anywhere near as much. And when I'm spinning, I'm holding it. And not it's not as bad a result as what it used to be. And I think it's 100% down to the rig itself. But, you know, it might be my skills, but I doubt it. Um, yeah, I reckon, I reckon I did some upgrades since we last... Definitely since we last actually released a podcast. But I can't remember if it was since I last... Um, we spoke, I got the new Cube Controls F-Pro wheel and the VRS Direct Drive finally upgraded from the CSW 2.5 um, belt-driven wheel. So that was a bit of a change. It was a bit strange to get used to at first, um, but definitely really liking it. Okay, that's good. Does it make any difference that you feel? Like, Can you feel the difference or see the difference? Um, one thing I've noticed is that like I, I have to change my force feedback a lot depending on the car that I'm in. Whereas before, I kind of just had the Fanatec settings set to one thing and whatever car I jumped into, that was just how I drove it. Whereas I can really tell the difference between like how heavy certain cars steering is and if I have the same force feedback on like a GTP, uh, like the same setting in iRacing for a GTP, say to the 86, like... Um, one of them I won't be able to feel and one of them will be super, super strong. So I, I really have to make sure I dial in the settings sort of for each car. Um, but it definitely, um, you definitely feel a lot more and it's definitely a lot stronger, um, which took a bit of getting used to as well because like my arms were like sore after some races, like yep. especially after doing the Le Mans Enduro by myself the other week, um, driving that, GTP around Le Mans for two hours and 40 minutes like my shoulders and my wrists were so sore but um it's probably me not being fit enough <laughs> yeah look that's the thing I understand that completely um but I think that's what I missed with the the SRW series it was a super sprint series so it was the three races back to back each not each round I missed the enduro because I think that's I think that's where I go better than um than than a sprint race and i missed that long long stints in the car but even the 20 minutes by the end of the third race you definitely use that sort of 10 to 15 minute window in between the second and third race to relax and not touch the wheel i guess um and because yeah the feedback was was quite significant but um i'm glad it's worked out for you and glad you you got it and enjoy it because um You've got a new PC between when I talked to you and... Oh, not yeah. when I talked to you last, but since the the, the listeners have listened to you anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, upgraded the, the PC. So at the moment, I'm sitting on the, uh, the old PC at the desk recording this. Um, and then the, the overkill PC rigged, thanks to the, <laughs> the great people at the Shark Tin race course, <laughs> are... Um, is uh, yeah, sitting over at the rig with a nice, um, what is that, 13900K and uh, 4090 in there. So plenty of plenty of grunt for 
everything until iRacing finally releases rain. Isn't it funny? I was thinking about this the <laughs> other day. feels like forever since we started recording this podcast, like two, what was it, 2021? So, or maybe yeah. like almost three years ago, maybe end of 2020. We um, talked about rain back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and we're still waiting, still dry, but looks like maybe next next season we might might be the one. <laughs> I'd be. Sh- it's definitely going to be the next season. I just wonder if it's going to be a mid season drop. Um, I don't. Think I, don't do I can't see drop. they can because yeah. I think there will be series that. Well, what I've always stuck to is they they will put on multiple series that will be weather focused, uh, oh, and then what... the rest won't be. I think that's what they said. I think they yeah. said at, at release it'll be the the eighty sixes, the Ferrari Challenge, yeah. and maybe the GT three series or something, maybe or or something along. Oh, no, Formula, Formula, Formula Ford. Yeah, yeah I think Formula it was Formula Ford. Ford yeah. Um. So yeah, I think managed to get one prediction right. It's just maybe like <laughs> eighteen months after we thought it was going to happen. Finally, <laughs> I've proven to be right eventually. But um, yeah. <laughs> Look, I, you've got the new PC. I then went and got the same, uh, not the same PC. I didn't spend that much, but um, I have a from the same place another PC as well. So yeah, shout out to no, completely not sponsored, but shout out to Cataclysm, <laughs> uh, Cataclysm um, PCs. They yep. just out of the blue because you and Tim um, yeah. uh, also bought through them. Uh, sent me some sent me some money to say thanks for. The recommendation, I was like, great. So if anyone else wants to buy a PC and wants to say that Braden from the Locked On podcast recommended me, uh, feel free to. I would much appreciate that. He'll <laughs> hopefully buy job. you some. He'll send you some credits uh, in, in reimbursement as well for sure. Um, <laughs> Josh, yeah, look, genuinely, Josh did a great job. Um, so oh, yeah. I, I can't, I can't fault them. They, they did awesome. Yeah. Now I just quickly asked them a quick question about Amex, and then all of a sudden. I'm getting a phone call on a Saturday afternoon going, look, this is what you've put in your, your crate a few times, Do, are you, your cart a few times. Are you sure I've got this option here for you? And I'm like, okay, this sounds pretty good. And he explained, he said, let me get back to you. And this is all on a Saturday night and I'm sitting here taking phone calls. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Tim's on the other end doing the same thing as well. And, yeah, we almost got ours within a day of each other. But, um, yeah, it looks like it's not the flashy one I've got for my broadcasting, which is or not for that's what it originally was for, is which is sitting next to me now. We pulled all that kind of stuff out of it so we could get the more grunt, and I think I'm at the 4080 level. Um, but it's it's made a difference as well. So in in the middle of the SRW series, I had major issues, and that's what I put down. So I almost I was an amateur. Uh, I probably could have gone top three in the amateurs. Uh, same deal as you with the. With the FFA series, just turning up each week and not stuffing up. Uh, I stuffed up the first race oh. of the season. and oh, didn't... Hold on. I, I didn't say I didn't stuff up in the FFA series. No, I but... That I, I just turned up. <laughs> but that's... The, like, it wasn't that I was getting... I was getting second and thirds probably for the round for amateurs each week. But um, there was... It wasn't always. I was I was relying on other people ahead of me to, to stuff up. But first race of the season, Lime Rock... I think what four laps into a twenty lap race, I was already in the in the pits. No more fast repairs left, and I'm like, this is as bad as it gets. Um, I'm I'm really really terrible at this. I'm, you know, why do I even bother? Then copped a drive through penalty in the second race, and I'm like, Jesus, what's going to happen here? Uh, fought back to I think from twenty ninth to thirteenth or something stupid like that, and then got another really good result in the in the third race to to salvage a good round one and then got a good round two, good round three. And I'm like, here we go. And climbing the leaderboard again. But then one week, the computer just would not play ball. Uh, turns out there was probably too many USB devices plugged into it. And with with a streaming slash iRacing PC, that's something you can't really avoid because you've got stuff everywhere. Mm. Um and the computer was just not having a thing, and frames were then a problem. I was missing frames, and it was causing me to be cautious going to a few things, and then I just couldn't stream. Um, and then I just got to the point where I'm like, well, it's it's Black, it wasn't Black Friday, but it was close to Black Friday, and they're doing Black Friday sales. And I'm like, if I'm not going to do it now, I'm not going to do it ever. So I just decided that's it, we're doing it. And it's made a huge difference. And the last couple of rounds, the I can, like I had Charlotte. We did Charlotte Roval, 
and I had no grandstands on, nothing. It was a night race, um, which is never good at Charlotte Roval, but um, I really had to turn everything down to get some smooth frame rates, and it just didn't look the same when you're racing around there. Um, got good results, but um, just didn't feel enjoyable, as enjoyable as usually does. But, um, yeah, it, SRW Series, I think I got fifth or sixth or something in the amateurs in the end, and that's missing about five of the races. So one full round was um, they had no drop rounds. So my daughter had a graduation slash award ceremony on one of the Thursday nights, so I missed it for that. And then the other one was um, uh, Watkins Glen, my computer dropped dead in qualifying i got back on to 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 the end of qualifying and dropped out again so i sat there reinstalling stuff and doing stuff and then finally got back on for race three and raced race three luckily it was under safety car 90 percent of the time and got a result uh so that was so two of the rounds we were two of the races were lost but one was salvaged so um what 30 points around 150 points i lost and i was probably only about 150 off uh, third i think it was in the end and second and first were really close but i felt like i had the speed for the first time in a long time Braden. it was um enjoyable to to actually put some moves on and uh, be battling and side by side and and being in and around some drivers that i'm not usually around which was good fun yeah it's a it's a fun car to drive like i Obviously, not normally too quick in the the tin top cars. Normally, sort of ply my trade in just the the open wheelers is sort of well the slow open wheelers is <laughs> sort of where where my skill set has sort of uh, laid throughout my iRacing kind of journey. But um, I guess maybe it can extend to just slow cars in general. Maybe now because <laughs> um, yeah, I've actually been doing okay in it and and driven it and and enjoyed myself i think i jumped in one round just because it was nurburgring gp and i really liked that track and thought whatever i'll jump in and have a go and did a few practice laps before and um i think i got a podium in that round in maybe the feature race or something um and was kind of like you definitely caused a big accident and got a drive-through penalty i remember that but yes there was a podium I don't remember. I, I probably did, <laughs> but I choose to remember the podium part. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, on the main straight, on the on the main straight, and it got deemed to be your fault. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, probably. That sounds like something <laughs> I'd do. Um, and then, yeah, I sort of driven a little bit in the officials. There, were, I did a few races at Sandown, maybe five or mm. six, and was able to have some pretty good races with like some pretty fast guys like Mitch McLeod and Jackson Susan Harlow. Um, and then I did a couple more races at Red Bull Ring, the national layout, which I thought was going to be chaos, but it was actually, um, pretty good, pretty good fun and had some good results there as well. So yeah, it seems to be a car that sort of suits, suits my driving style. I tried to do some laps at Okiyama the other night with Tim and I do not like that car and track combination. <laughs> so I haven't bothered to do any races there, but we'll see, see where it is, um, in the next week or so, maybe maybe jump back in and do some more races in it but um yeah it's a it's a really fun car definitely encourage anyone who's sort of starting out and sort of moved out of uh rookie class it's definitely a good car to jump into to learn like sort of continue building on the mazda mx5 sort of racecraft um sort of learning curve it's a good good car to do that and you can also do some multi-class racing in it if you do the production cup although it hasn't been very populated on some of the tracks lately so yeah it's a good car it's part of the raw this weekend the 86 no no, no it was last not. year because okay, uh, they've got the other one, the yeah. higher end ones in it it's the uh lmp3 the gt4s yeah, okay. and the tcr this year i think it was i think it was gt4s tcr and 86 last year maybe because they didn't have the LMP3 yet I think okay um it's my go-to at the moment and one of the so I think I jumped out of one of the races and I think it might have been that Watkins Glen one or something or other I got really frustrated and I decided to um jump into whatever race was coming up and I jumped into a Mazda MX-5 rookie race no practice um summit point and went oh here we go way off the pace for the first few laps just avoided carnage and ended up getting a podium 
Uh, come across the line in second or third in the end. So that was my highlight of the year. Um, no practice, second or third in a, in a rookie class race uh, with some some driving that was uh, avoiding people. That was the main thing. It was there were some crashes that happened very close to me, and I was um, avoiding them like the plague, and and somehow yeah got across the line of the podium. But uh, the eighty six is my go to if I'm going to jump on do a. Uh, it's like the skipper used to be. If I was going to jump on do an official, I'm doing a, an eighty six at the moment. I'm really enjoying them and. Timmy's got us a very good paint job now to celebrate our box rally um, attempt that's coming up, and um, I can't wait for you to all see it proper in um, 1st of February when we launch the SR86 campaign with, I think there's six or seven of us in that series this year. So uh, that'll be good fun Thursday nights, so check that one out. Um, Other than that, I haven't really been on. We didn't do an enduro this year. We did the the Bathurst 12-hour to very... All results on my end. Um, <laughs> well, mine too. I had a really good start. <laughs> I think, uh, I'm assuming that was the one that I'm thinking of. I think the first stint went pretty awesome and then moved up a few places. I think I qualified relatively decent. And then I think I spun into the chase, I reckon. I reckon I spun into the chase in like a very uncharacteristic spin. Like I just had yeah. not spun there. Um, at all and then just in frustration I think and ended up spinning up the top and hitting the wall and gave us some repairs I think so it's partly my idea I haven't really had a a special event endurance where something hasn't really gone wrong for me (laughs) so far because I reckon the first Bathurst 12 hour I think I might have had a decent incident and then obviously spa the computer froze (laughs) which wasn't ideal and then the fan incident Mm. of 2022 yes I and then that. yeah the 12 hour this year didn't go well it felt like it was going well and then yeah, almost you had a yeah. fairly good run at the one stage yeah you were you were doing solid pace uh and and keeping out of trouble i remember if i remember it correctly it's a long time ago but um yeah it was you guys did well except for a handful of incidences and but yeah, I put I put a car into turn two at Murray's. At the Murray's, I put into turn two anyway, and um, coming out of the pits, and that was about the third crash I had. I had it going up the hill, uh, just past the cutting, um, and then someone came around and just went straight into me. Even though I'm like, like I'm doing my best, I should, probably should have ejected sooner. But I, the car was okay until that happened, and. I think all those things, that was the first time I've thrown the gloves off and got out of the sim and walked away and had to step <laughs> away for a fair while before I came back. But I was going through some stuff at that stage, so I probably shouldn't have even committed to it. But we, we did it anyway, so we raised money. And we were heading towards the Daytona this year, but life is getting in the way of everyone still. But um, there's a few people looking at doing the Raw, I think. Um, J-Mac, I just saw, put in Discord asking who's doing it. I'm pretty sure Tim and... J-Mac were looking at it. Were you looking at it as well? Oh, I don't know. I was thinking about it, but I did some You'll practice and I've very much come to the conclusion that I actually hate Daytona as a track. Yep. And it's <laughs> actually an awful track. I don't understand. Yeah, it's, I'm not, not a big fan. Well, it's guess... annoying because it's the most hyped up endurance race of the year, the 24. And like, I don't know if maybe it's just the GDP now or... I don't know. It just seems whatever car I drive there, I just cannot get the the rhythm of the track. I suck at turn one. I suck <laughs> at the first horseshoe. I suck at the second horseshoe. I suck coming back onto the um, oval section, and I suck at the bus stop. This is pretty much the whole bloody track. So you're good just, on the straights, mate. That's yeah, the main thing. That's about the only place I don't spin is going around the oval section. It's ridiculous. So the LMP3 is well, pretty tricky car to drive as well, the to be honest. The 500's coming up, mate, as well. <laughs> it takes out all the sure, stuff you don't sure like. it does take out all the stuff I don't like. It's just a very long time sitting in, there, sitting in the rig for nine and a half hours. So, yeah, I don't know. I just, I've done, I've done I was thinking about it the other day because I did some practice thinking, oh, yeah, I wouldn't mind doing the Raw. I did the Le Mans race the other day kind of as a, to try and prove to myself I can do that long of a stint still by myself. I've done the Raw a couple of times, but when you haven't done a really, really long stint like that, there's always a bit of anxiety about how sore are you going to be? Is it going to mess you up for the next sort of day or, or, or so staring at the screens for like 
three hours straight concentrating and I jumped in and did some practice and I was just like, I've never been good at this track ever. The only time I was sort of good is when I did the Raw last year in the 86 and I think I qualified third in top split and I was like, wow, and then I still spun somewhere and crashed and died anyway, so it was all for nothing. But I just, yeah, I just, I just don't get it. I just can't seem to be consistent i can do an okay lap here and there but yeah i could to take a word from shervo's book write a strongly worded uh letter to <laughs> don't give away <laughs> to our racing it'd be to, to burn daytona because i do not like it and i know that's going to be a very unpopular opinion because lots of people love racing at daytona but if there's anyone who also hates daytona please come in the discord and and make me not feel so bad <laughs> Look, and, and the one thing I was going to actually say that I've done between now and last time we talked is I went to Daytona itself, actual track in America, and sat there and uh, walked walked along the start-finish line. I went through the, stood on the podium area, went into the media lounge, went upstairs on the top of the, uh, the very tippy top of the uh, grandstand and had a look from up there. We took a drive around. Uh, through the bus stop and and all these other different places that you talk about and should have burned it down while you're there. Been there, yeah. It's not going to affect the eye racing side of it though, is it? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's a be- it's an amazing place to visit, and the banking is nuts when you sit there mm. and look over the side and, and check it out. But um, did you go fishing of- in the middle? Did you do some no. fishing in the middle? No, <laughs> no, I didn't. We went around the lake, and he explained. The, the what happened with the lake and why it's there and obviously they had to raise up a lot of the ground around and um they had to dig out from there and and that's what what had happened and all this other stuff so it was really it was an interesting tour it was one of the high-end tours and the museum at the end was really beautiful as well to go through that mm. um but yeah that was one of my highlights of the year but the other thing um i was gonna say i did an oval race last year one one league race, one Anscar race in the trucks on a Monday night with 13 of us in there and 12 of them could drive and, and then there was <laughs> me and um, actually felt like I kept up with these certain people that um, are really good oval racers for a while there and um, got my tyres to the point where I just had to um, pit just after halfway, which was really good. Uh, it was one of the longest ones on tyres and keeping okay and then just forgot how to pit. <laughs> and and on there. a short short track that's about twenty seconds long, when you take twenty seconds longer to pit than everyone else, um, you lose a lap, and that's what I finished the lap down, and coming back on some people as well. So because I had the better tyres at the end, so that was good fun. But um, I went and did a well, before the IMSA endurance race. I did I did a few IMSA races, the fixed and the open set races, as a bit of practice and. I went I completely forgot because I'm so used to doing the 86 races or the Formula Ford races that you yeah, don't have to pit in. Got like, you know, third of the way through the race and was like, oh, yeah, I have to pit. I haven't practiced pit entry yet. <laughs> so <laughs> I was a bit nervous coming into the pits. Thankfully, the Le Mans one's not too tricky, but I was, yeah, very, very cautious going in there for the first time. Yeah, no, definitely. That's how I felt. I took it too cautious. And like I said, 20 seconds on those laps is a killer on those those tracks. But, um, Look, I guess that's what we've been up to. We've rambled on for almost half an hour here uh, talking about what we've been up to. There is a few bits of news that we probably really should talk about that I haven't prepped you for whatsoever. Um, and then so we'll get on same, to... Same as usual then? Same as usual, exactly. Nothing has changed. <laughs> um, the indie rights might be coming back to iRacing fairly soon and the whole world that is... What's the developer called? You know it because I know you love watching this story. Is it Motor Racing? What's the... Oh, uh, motorsport games. Yeah, that's probably it. They're they're um how they've swallowed up all these licenses and uh, started making all these games, and then finding out the people finding out that they're not very good at making games, and these games aren't going to be very good in the <laughs> or, future, or released uh, at all. Yeah, or released <laughs> at all. So, uh, IndyCar uh, has told them no, no longer. We're taking the rights off you, which leaves their rights. Is that official? Am I getting that confused with something else? No, I'm pretty sure that was official. Yeah, they yeah. basically severed their contract with them and said, yeah, we'll leave it there kind of thing. Um, and then there was a post going around basically of someone saying, look, now that this is done, looks like, you know, IndyCar will be back 
with iRacing, and then the official iRacing account liked that tweet, I think. So there's nothing uh-huh. sort of official that's been said, but um, yeah. Yeah, I can't things, see things where good. else it would end up. Yeah. But um, as as we've said before, oh, I, I don't know where I've said stuff before, but Indy would be better off just getting to, to do a um, Indy arcade game for their consoles, get iRacing to do it like they're doing with the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars. Yeah, um, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Yeah. That that's that's the, the the what should what will probably end up happening because I don't see any other option, to be honest. If they want to give the rights to someone, they really, I don't know if it's hurt them. Not broadcasting indie races on iRacing anymore, or or taking the license. I don't think it's hurt them, but it definitely hasn't helped them. I guess. Yeah, well, um, it's definitely like one less group of people even though a very small niche group of people but one less group of people that are probably getting exposed to IndyCar in general right so yeah it can't be um can't be positive no so hopefully they can um get iRacing to make a arcade version for consoles and then give them back the rights and and, and really go heavy on the rights like NASCAR did and we might start seeing a few more IndyCar tracks appearing on iRacing but they're going to Problem with that is iRacing's got to beef their team up. They've already beefed their team up so much, although they are talking more about the fact that they're streamlining their, their graphics updates and their audio updates a lot better now that they've grown their team. So hopefully they can manage to do more things like that. Um, and but I, that, th- I think, I think yeah. once they um, tick off rain and get that released as well, surely that'll free up some resources to... I mean, I know they'll have to start rolling it out to other series and things like that, but you'd think that... Um, they'll be able to sort of spread that a little bit more thin and probably put some resources elsewhere. Yeah, you would think so. So, because look, after rain, graphical updates are probably the key thing. Um, the engine's fairly good. I guess it's just them working on all the little cool little stuff that we love, like the tyre models and the, the track models and just beefing them up. But other than that, there's no... I guess that's a lot of work, so I'm not going to say that they've got not much to do. Just that alone will be They're a done. huge amount They're of work. Done. <laughs> yeah, but but considering the amount of effort they'd be putting into rain now, that team can yeah, like you said, basically roll it out over everything. So yeah, look, they've probably not got the most time, but uh, they seem to be going fairly well. Uh, they seem to be one of the very few people that had a massive influx over COVID and they've come out the other side and they're not doing as bad. The rest of the games industry shedding staff like uh, they go, like it's going out of fashion, so they're getting rid of everyone. Uh, iRacing doesn't seem to be doing that. They seem to almost be going the opposite direction. I just don't see the competition at the moment. Like R-Fact has proven that they're not really, um, not really doing that a huge amount. We've got this, um, what's the burger code I got? Ren Sport or something the other day. Um, Gran Turismo is great on the consoles, but it's oh, it will come to PC eventually. But I don't think it's going to grab much more of the market than it's already got. It's already fairly entrenched everywhere. Um, Xbox had Forza the other day, come and go, um, but hasn't really done anything. I don't think iRacing the the people they've got they're only getting more, uh, and then they have a few people drop off, but then they come back for when they bring out new content when uh, that, that appeases people. So um, I think an IndyCar, IndyCars will bring back a lot of people and, yeah, well, not yeah, a lot, but it'll bring you back enough. Yeah, it'll get people broadcasting it again and, and get people, you know, being more involved in the, what was a pretty pretty strong community, I'd, I'd assume, for, for a little bit of time and, you know, especially things like the uh, Indy 500 always one of the biggest special events of the year when they're able to able to run it um yeah, they just need they to get, get a, that and Le Mans back <laughs> yeah i wonder if they can get the deal in place by um may for the indy 500 and um that'll be a huge effort the announce that on the lead up to the indy 500 especially if we've got scotty going as good as he's going to be going over there you got uh, shane over in nascar now there's so much interest in american uh driving at the moment uh, or uh, driving sports at the moment that they need to be getting all that over there. Le Mans is is that one. We've got to wait for Half Factor to to uh, stuff it up enough that they that they get that taken off them, and we can get an updated Le Mans track and um, some Le Mans twenty four again, which would be amazing. But um, 
Yeah. I don't know. It's it, it was a big bit of news and I knew you'd be all over it. You would, wouldn't need to worry about it with some prep um, because you've been all over it. So hopefully we can get rid of this motorsports gaming people and then just get back to where we were and it'd be good. Um, other than that, Rain we've talked about a fair bit. Um, Scops changing owners. Yeah, so looks like sort of Mike and uh, those guys from OSR have sort of relinquished, um, I guess, the, the day-to-day running of the series over after a pretty significant amount of time. I probably could dig up in the Discord exactly uh, when it was that they started, but it was obviously, yeah, pretty big. Um, how would you say... Um, not a shock, but like a pretty big... Um, it's a huge announcement. Yeah, announcement. Like, yeah. Um, that, to, it's to, been a staple of iRacing, and it was the thing that really got me into iRacing, is watching the Scops races, the V8 cars go around when you didn't have... Well, obviously, um, the the actual V8 E-League that they did, E-Series that they did, was where I really sort of started watching it big time. But then the next bit of content you go to is Scops. And that's some yeah. of the best drivers we've seen have, have been battling for for Scops victories for so long now. And then you got real-life drivers trying to get in there, for, especially for the Enduro series. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah, the pinnacle. Yeah, so Mike, Simon and Henry, I think it, I think it was. Yeah, I think they did sort of 10 seasons worth of Scops. So it's 10 years worth of, um, yeah, series, I suppose. And, yeah, they've moved... Moved on, um, probably to have some of their own time to to race and enjoy uh, enjoy stuff, I suppose. Um, and then, yeah, it looks like Dan Yeaman and Tom Wilkinson, sort of, um, for those who were under know them from under the AOG sort of banner, and they've run other things like the I think they did the Scrap NASCAR series for a little while, yes. um, and they've done some GT three stuff, I think. AOG ran an 86 series, they did I think, run an as well. Series. Yeah, and I know that they've been... Uh, Every time pre- they put a series up, it fills up within seconds. It's, yeah. Their community over there is really, really uh, hungry for more content, uh, more races, but they are they, they really love it. Um, I have I think... did You you didn't do one of the 86 series. I watched one of the 86 series. You might have been commentating on it. That's, what, that's why yeah, I watched it. Yeah, I think I did commentate on it. <laughs> it yeah. was chaos. Um, but yeah. but there were some fast drivers in there, and yeah. always always battling, which was really good. So yeah, yeah. No, they're they're good. I, I enjoyed their um scrap series until it disappeared because there wasn't enough people. But um, yeah, more oval content people. But I want to talk to someone soon. So as part of, we'll roll into the future now. Um, what's going to be happening? Here going forward, um, I got an email from Will who is over and he runs. Let me get this correct. Um, trying to get the exact name of it, but it's not there. It's uh, it's in my Discord, so that's probably the easiest way to get to it. Um, that's one there. The Australian NASCAR E Series uh, is what they started, uh, and they started it last year. Uh, we've only been uh, started in six months ago, so was, and they're now they're doing racing this year three nights a week. They've actually got the Festival of Speed coming up, which is seven days of oval racing, uh, and it's getting a huge amount of interest at the moment. Um, it's one of the more, I won't say hardcore, um, but it's one of the more, um, you'd need to be a good driver to be in this series, and you don't want to be the person coming in and, and causing trouble because you've only get a handful of, well, I think they're adjusting it, but this year they're talking about about nine incident points before you are disqualified and four before you... Not four, it's like five before you get a drive-through. So um, they're really strict, which is really good. And um, they seem to be getting some of the better names over there. I know Chris Purnell was over there last time I saw. Uh, there's a heap of the Anscar guys that are going in there as well um, for this festival of speed that's coming up. Uh, so Will is hopefully going to be putting their... Um, results in with us 
in some way, shape or form on the podcast. Uh, and I do want to have a chat to him and actually get an interview with him at some stage as well because it's a fascinating story how these guys have run this and got it to the way it is at the moment. Um, I've tentatively wanting to jump into this series, but I definitely know I'm not qualified, but I will... Um, they are talking about like a licenses needed to to run in the in the series and stuff like that. Um, so it, they're looking for the best, the best in Australia, uh, which is really good. Which is not me. So I need to go into one of their feeder series, like the trucks or or something like that. But um, yeah, it's it's a story. It's a good story uh, of you know a league that's come through and hopefully is around for a long time. But um, some of the other ones we've talked to, or we're going to try and reach out to a couple. But um, Scops has talked or. Tom has tagged Dame, Daniel, too, and they both said that this sounds like a good idea to put the, the, pod, the results on our podcast um, or some kind of a feedback situation like that. And we've had a um, couple others that have, have reached out to us as well. So I think the, one of the enduro leagues as well. Um, so they're interested, but I'll be getting in contact with all them fairly soon. Uh, but going forward, we'll sit it monthly at the moment, but we may try fortnightly. Uh, we'll see... It, if it is, it won't be. We need a bigger team of hosts, which is what we're organising in the background right now. Uh, I know there's a couple of people who have reached out and said that they're interested. Uh, I've got a few more people, especially in our Discord, that are already interested and, and would be interested as well. Um, but if we can get enough people back, we you'll see each host on sort of once a month. Um, but we can then do it fortnightly. But we'll see how that goes. Uh, we don't know when the next one will be, but it will be within or around the next month. Uh, but we've got to obviously get uh, a little bit more content from you guys, a little bit more things locked down as far as results go. What we want to do, I think I've said to Braden, the, the word in my head is a community podcast. So I want you guys creating the content and us sort of packaging it up and giving it to you guys each fortnight, month, whatever it is. Uh, so the news will mainly come from the leagues themselves. Uh, we'll have a form or something worked out where you can, when when there's news happens with your leagues, let's say you're, you're doing a new league, you're starting a new series, uh, there's been a change to rules or there's been a, a major update to something in your league, you can post it to us through this form and we'll then put that in our news. Uh, we'll obviously talk about the big iRacing news that happens. We'll also talk about some real-life stuff. I assume NASCAR and Formula 1 will come into it at some stage. Braden won't stop talking about it anyway, so it'll happen. <laughs> Um, and the results. So the results are the main thing that we wanted to keep because we thought that was, I'll be honest, it's a way to get everyone to listen because everyone wants to hear their own name and what happens with their league and the results and stuff like that. So people want to support stuff that's about their league. So it'll get more listeners in, but it is something that we found that no one else does. So it's something that um, brings the community together. Uh, The results were a really key part of, I think, the podcast in the past. So we want to try and keep that. We just can't, we can't physically give our time to watch every single league and go through every single bit of results that we need. So we need the community to bring that content to us, whether it's a audio recording you do yourself, which we're happy to to set you up with on how to do that, or it's a written response, which we can read for you. Just bear in mind, we'll do our best to make it sound cool and exciting. And um, yeah, so that's... The idea of the podcast, we do have, we put up the post before. I, you're very much on Shervo's side with the strongly worded letters segment, Brayden. <laughs> if, if we got some uh, things that need to be hashed out, sure, you can get someone to have a strongly worded letter. Um, I, I think the, the main thing just for the results side of things and the news side of things is, yeah, basically, I think, I think the best way going forward is I'll create some kind of Google form that will give you sort of some simple questions to fill in like is this a piece of news for your league is this a results thing and based on that it'll shoot you to somewhere and then you can either upload um your audio or whatever and we'll basically just say like say we record on fridays you need to have your stuff in by wednesday or whatever so that it's there and we can make sure it's all good and if it's there we'll we'll add it in and if it's it's not you can always just add something into the next recording and basically we'll just have a, a folder for each month or each episode or whatever it may be. Um, and that way we can sort of just keep tabs on what's there. And if there's 
six things there, cool. If there's two things there, cool. We'll just put in what, what we've got so that the the burden's less on us, I suppose. Um, like you said, it's very difficult to try and keep an eye on what's going on in so many different leagues and trying to get coordinate people to come on and talk about it themselves or record with us. It, it's just way too time-consuming. So if it's something that can be kind of, in a sense, automated and then we sort of facilitate the... They're bringing it to to the masses, so to speak. Um, that that probably works out best. Yeah, definitely. And I, I do still want to do my interview podcast, and I've already got a couple in mind that I want to do. But that'll be a sort of a I'll record a three or four of them. You'll 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 hear. I'll let you know when they're coming up, and then we'll drop them in between. Sort of give us a break, or or just be random. There's not going to be a specific schedule to them. It'll be like three or four at a time as sort of a mini season. Um, they won't be huge long. It's just I've got I'll record them in my spare time when other people have spare time to record them as well. I would I do like the idea of I don't I I may have mentioned it where we get let's say Will here from uh, the Australian NASCAR E Series comes on for an episode and just is a special mm-hmm. guest. Um, yep. Stuff like that I'm very much keen to do and get um, guests get guests to come on and those kind of things. Um, sounds like a good plan for me as well um just yeah i think it's um like i said an easy way to just like i said the the main part for us will just be coming on and and chatting about what we want to chat about and if we have people join us to 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 do that part of the podcast is can't see why that would be a problem yeah and look i'll get on to the main part of it now which is um i'm not I'm bringing back the podcast because I want a podcast. I want to create content. I need mentally something for me to look forward to each week. I need to get back into a rhythm with my life. It hasn't happened for a while, so doing that. But the other thing is we've got this box rally attempt happening mid-year for winter. Um, I'm not going to make any money off this podcast. Uh, I'm going to lose money. We just signed up for a thing to, to record this today. So <laughs> I'm going to be probably $1,000 in the hole each year for this for this and other podcasts that we're going to be doing, okay? So there's nothing like that's just me spending money on a hobby that I enjoy, okay? Um, all I want is I'm not going to ask before we've done sponsor, we've done you know, sponsors and and stuff like that. If you want to appear on a podcast, you need to or not appear, but if you want to have a segment on our podcast, well, I didn't even do that. It was basically we had sponsors. Um, not doing that anymore. We're just going to do. You, it's a community podcast if you want to be part of the community and then create content for us like we said cool that's great if you want to help out our box rally cause while you're doing that instead of giving any money that you would normally give to someone as a sponsor that is what i would ask so donations to locked on slash charity go straight to our box rally attempt website so you're not giving the money to us at all you're giving it straight to rallies who then gives it straight to cancer council um i would that's what i want that's why i'm doing this we're raising money for cancer council this podcast is about bringing the community together getting the information from the community out there and raising money for your uh for cancer council through box rallies okay um all this content this year is based based around that or for the first half of the year anyway the second half of the year we will pick another charity and it will probably be a mental health charity because that's what I've been dealing with the last 12 months uh, along with cancer. So those two things are the are focused each year. That link for the lockedonlads.com slash charity will always go directly to that website, not to us. You'll never be giving us money. You'll just be giving the charity money straight up on our behalf. That's all I want, okay? Um, so you can create content for us and put it in for our news, for our results and not do that. I won't hold that against you because money is a, a fairly important resource at the moment. Not many people have, but if you can afford to, or if you're listening to this and you can donate, that'd be great. That's all I want. I'm never going to, if you want to, if you want us to talk about your, if you want us to do an old school sponsorship where we start, you know, this podcast is brought to you by XYZ. I will ask you to donate. If Once I see that donation thing, no problems. I'm happy to do that for however many episodes that that works for. But I'm not going to make any money off this. I'm not going to try and make any money off this. I'm just trying to raise money for charity. Does that make sense, Braden? Have I talked stupid there? Well, I was just 
I was about to hang up when you said I wasn't going to make any money anymore. I thought I was being paid for this today. No, no, of course. Um, yeah, exactly. It's just something to do. Like, like you said, um, it, it's not really something that I thought I'd missed, I suppose, over the sort of 18-month break that we've had. But just being able to come in and have a chat and talk about iRacing, which is something that we do, I definitely think it will you know, make me do more races, have something to talk about, like those kind of things. So it's just something to catch up with each other, have a chat, talk talk about what's going on. And I think for, like you said, for your own mental well-being, being able to catch up and just talk to people, even if it's about, not about problems, about things you enjoy, um, it's always a bonus. So, and if we can raise some money for, for charity and then also for your, uh, you and, um, uh, Vic's box rally efforts to get you guys into there, then what a bonus. Yeah, definitely. So that's my little rave at the end of the end of the episode. Uh, we are at the end. I don't think there's much else we can really talk about. Have I missed anything, Braden, that you want to bring up? No, not really. Just, um, yeah, just glad to be back and share the podcast around so we can get as many people listening as possible. If you do um, send us some results to, to read out, make sure you shout out on your broadcasts or tell your, tell your people to, to pop over and have a listen um, so they can hear them, hear themselves um, on the airwaves. So to speak, yeah, look, man, that, like airwaves, said, that makes me sound a bit old, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, it is a community thing. So we need the community listening. Um, I put the post up randomly in a few places. We didn't we didn't do any episodes last year, technically for iRacing, yet we still got nearly a thousand downloads uh, on iRacing, or maybe it was more than that. Um, no, it was it was nearly a thousand. So I know people have been listening. I know people have been screaming, "Hey, we want it back! We're back!" You will hear from us more regularly from now on, and. We want to build this again, so thank you everyone for being patient with us and and the support, the words of support that we've had um, while we've been away, um, especially on the Facebook posts when they've gone up, giving you updates and stuff like that. Uh, the feedback was pretty cool uh, to see people what they wanted in the podcast. It does align with a lot of the things that we wanted to have, so I think that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You'll see. Keep an eye out on the Facebook page. There'll be a return of the Man Cave. Uh, that'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks as well when I get that organized to record. So that's our gaming slash cooking slash just general life men getting around. And I don't want to say having a drink because I know drinking's a problem with some people. Just getting around the campfire and having a chat about what we've been up to. That's what the Man Cave's sort of about. Around the pool table, whatever you want to call it. Um, just having a chat and catch up. But we are going to dedicate... I've got a special guest in once a month and we're going to dedicate that one to uh, men's mental health. So, well, mental health in general, uh, to be honest. Um, we'll have a bit of a, a check-in uh, once a month, so 12 times a year, 11 times, depending on how we go. Um, but we'll get some different people on there. won't be the same people all the time, but Wes, a friend of mine who I've done a couple of podcasts with, uh, Average Gamer Wes, will be has said he'll be coming on for those episodes to sort of lead that and have a bit of a chat and catch up and, and check if everyone's okay. Uh, so that's where we're at. That's the plan for Locked On Lads as a whole. You'll see more Enduros. You'll see, hopefully through this, more racing. I'm already keen for the SRW series. Uh, like I said, I was keen for a Oval series. I'll see where that fits in and if I can fit it in. If I can't, I'm not going to burn myself out over this, but this is my hobby, my relaxation time for the next 12 months uh work is work and this is how i'm going to survive work for the next 12 months is by focusing on this stuff so yeah hopefully we'll pick an enduro soon we'll do a big race around that um off the top of my head Braden, i think bath is 12 hours probably too soon as well um yeah i'm not sure i think the, there'll be a few few races coming up there'll be spa again um uh, Team of Le Mans later in the year. It's a bit more September-ish. Yeah, so we um, need to get one in before bad. winter and have a big fundraiser. But either way, otherwise we just sit there and we do a, a 10 officials in a row or something as a group and we'll, we'll work out something where we, we have a donation drive as, around a race or something like that anyway. So we'll work it out. 
but yeah, look, thank you for listening. Thank you for your time, Braden. Good to catch up with you yet again. Um, where can people find you, I guess? Is that a thing anymore? Yeah, I stream every now and then. Uh, <laughs> nowhere near as regularly as I was, but I have, I have done a few recently. I actually streamed the other night, which is so weird. I did a whole like three-hour stream doing an in- solo enduro and had like one person come say hello. <laughs> Last uh, couple of nights ago, just decided to stream, just doing some practice laps on a few random tracks. No races at all. Had like six or eight people <laughs> watching yep. and chatting. So I was like, <laughs> I don't even know what's going on. But yeah, if you want to come over and have a chat um, on Twitch or YouTube, it's um, the One D Wade. Um, and yeah, I guess if you want to see me, probably complain about sport or something like that, you might be able to follow me on Twitter at Braden Talks. On X, what are you talking about? Twitter? Uh, just... Nah, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, look, I'm. I haven't been the most social in the last twelve months. But if you did want to get me, look, the Locked On Lads Facebook page is the main spot that I do hang out, uh, and I will hang out a bit more. Um, personally, we I stream through Locked On Lads. Uh, we we're now got it working, so we're streaming to Facebook and Twitch simultaneously, and I can read both chats at once, nice and easily. Uh, you might see some not iRacing content on there because I'm having a bit of fun with things like Fortnite and Lego Fortnite and might even, I've got a schoolmate who wants me to get into Call of Duty, so we'll see how that goes, but um, there will be a little bit of that going on. Um, but yeah, racing, 1st of Feb, SRW, so before then you'll see some practice streams and stuff like that. I do have an X, I do it randomly, uh, so don't don't go look for me there. But otherwise, yeah, thank you everyone who's listened to this. Thank you everyone for the support over the last twelve months, and I look forward to engaging with you guys and give us feedback. Let us know what you want and what you think, uh, and just let us know that you're listening. That's that's the main thing. But um, have a good day, all, and we'll catch you again next time. <laughs>